Hey y'all, welcome back to Tequila for Breakfast. Bitches, Tequila Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, so excuse my little excitement, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm happy. I decided to switch to a new day. I feel like everything is branding, like everything should flow with the brand. And why the fuck would I be releasing my podcast every Wednesday when Tequila Tuesday is a thing? It's a thing. Not for me right now because it's Ramadan, but you know, two more Tuesdays and baby, I'm in a lot booty here. You feel me? So, welcome back. It's Dana. Y'all already know. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that this does something for me <laughs> in the long run, but yeah. So, let's just dive right into the bullshit of the world. Um, Irv Gotti, first and foremost, sir. <sighs> I just cannot with the older generation of like quote unquote hip hop moguls um, saying stupid shit. I remember at one point Jermaine Dupri had something dumb to say about female rappers, and then like it's just always something, you know. People get a hold of the internet, they don't know what to do with it. Uh, they're just as bad as children when they first get on the internet and don't know what to do with it and don't know like etiquette, you know? So Irv Gotti had a uh, interview with um, some radio show and told everybody that DMX died of an overdose on fentanyl and crack and so on and so forth. Two things, one, I don't know if he knows that for sure. Like, sir, you trifling. Two, you trifling even if you did know it for sure because that's not your place to come out to the world and to say some shit like that to the world without his family doing it first. That's just, you know, me and my little old opinion. Like, I just think it's trifling. Um, so a big fuck you to Irv Gotti because on no level did that show like any ounce of class. Um, yeah, you trifling. That's all I can say about that. I'm not even really surprised because I remember at some point within the past couple of years, he like, uh, came out and was talking about how he used to fuck Ashanti the whole time he was like married and she was signed to his label. And it's just like... Bro, nobody's paying you any attention. Like, Ja Rule will get attention before you do. Like, you've never really been a factor. Like, yes, I know Murder, Inc. was your label and those were your artists. But, like, you were still, like, a non-factor. Like, they brought the creativity. They were the image. Like, I just... Mm, it's distasteful, to say the least. Um, Moving forward... Fuck you to whoever faked this Rihanna tweet. <laughs> so, I'm sorry if y'all hear me bouncing around in this chair. Let me scoot up. So, y'all know I love Rihanna. And I'm obsessed with almost everything that she does. Like, the woman is flawless. Let's just be honest with one another. Whether you like her music or not. Whether you think she's pretty or not. I don't give a fuck. If you've ever used her makeup, it's on point. If you ever used her skincare... It's on point. If you haven't used her skincare, go look at my Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And I got a couple of pictures that are like unedited, no filter. And like, bitch, my skin is popping, my nigga. Like, it's fucking popping. Like, the fuck? The fuck, nigga? Nah. <laughs> but no, my skin look good. Like, it's good products. 
Um, her clothing line did not do all that well. I don't think people was ready for what she was trying to bring to the table. I know I wouldn't. No shade. Um, it's shit that looks good on her, but Rihanna's one of those people that literally looks good in anything. Like, she literally looks good in any fucking thing she puts on. So, um, yeah, that's what that was. But somebody faked this fucking tweet, photographed this t uh, tweet, saying that Fenty hair was something that she was doing later on in this year and i went to her twitter and it was not there and i just feel like somebody is yanking my chain she could have put it up and then took it down but that's the only thing that i seen was this random ass page on instagram with this fake ass screenshot of this tweet and i'm like y'all are full of shit y'all are full of shit it like really really pissed me off it's like bad enough bitch i'm waiting for this album but you gonna try and play in my face about this damn fenty hair like y'all know rihanna shit be on point so i know if that bitch did decide to come out with a couple of wigs and you know weave patterns whatever the fuck like that shit would pop it would pop severely but yeah that made me mad y'all i was i was triggered a little bit um what else was there what else was there i don't think it's anything else i really wanted to talk to y'all about with these little celebrities or whatever i don't not that i can think of um dj Khaled released his album this past friday on juma uh i don't know how i feel about the cover like he's arab and it's not to say that all arabs are like muslim but like people know that he's muslim i guess kind of but um it's weird to me like you never hear him speak on religion but you're using the image to sell an album i don't know it didn't sit right with me but nonetheless the album is great of course it's dj khaled i don't think he's ever put out like a whack-ass project I don't I don't think he has um he does well and this is no different um uh, I heard a lot of controversy around the sorry not sorry song with with Hove and um Nasir and people were just saying like I guess how it felt forced or they weren't fucking with it it was just strange I think the song is amazing and I'm not just saying it because I'm like a fan of both of these niggas but I just it was a good song the content was there the beat was there like what more do you want um yeah that's pretty much it y'all I've been doing this fucking outside of like Ramadan aside I've been doing like this snake diet again I told y'all I'm back on that shit and I'm down 13 pounds praise God um so I think low-key I want to make fasting like a lifestyle change for myself and not necessarily just do it when I want to lose weight, but like to get my weight back down to where I want it to be and then to like maintain it. Um, so, you know, I got about 80 pounds, give or take, to go to get to my goal. And it's not to say that like if I get to a certain weight and I'm like fucking feeling myself at that weight, that I'll stop there. Um, cause it's a huge possibility that that may happen. Like, and I don't hate my body. Some days I just find myself in a funk about like the mass of it. <laughs> but you know, I know my shape is popping y'all. I know I have a beautiful body. Like you, yeah, I know these things, but 
yeah we talked about this before we went down this road before i just want to be able to like be half naked and be naked and be comfortable and look good and like be confident in that i'm not lizzo i just i just can't see me bearing all of this on the internet naked and just being like bitch it's sunday let's have tea in the nude no it's not for me i'm sorry i admire her i think she's dope for that um i'm not you know one to go and seek when she posts those things but um yeah i think you know it's just not for me um that's pretty much it right now i'm finna take a quick break and we gonna come back and get into this little topic i don't have no guests this week so y'all already know it's gonna be a short episode but i'm hoping y'all enjoy the content either way oh no and do not let me forget okay don't let me forget let me just say it now diane duh um so tequila tuesday is a thing i should have talked about this when i first opened up but yeah every tuesday i will be doing something with my brand uh as far as my merch and my website and all that stuff so whether i'm promoting a sale um or promoting a new item or might be doing some giveaways in the near future all of that good stuff um yeah so just be on the lookout check my website every tuesday check my instagram every tuesday listen to the podcast every tuesday and you won't be able to miss what is going on with me um you also see a couple of changes in the way that i post on my instagram as well um here soon so yeah that's pretty much it that's that y'all i'm gonna take this break and i'll be back Okay, so welcome back, guys. So I wanted to um, get into this topic of, I guess it's kind of two in a way, but I just wanted to start out talking about, um, because it's been brought up like a couple of times for me this week, I can't say that it's just like random because it's not, but it's just basically talking about how like, marriage for some people is the standard you know um and how people that want marriage or people that are married kind of use that to talk down on people that aren't married um or to discredit people that don't want to be married um me personally I find it a weird flex it's a weird flex because you know, there is, and I'm, this is coming from a person, I want to be married. I feel like, you know, what more is greater than like building a beautiful life, like, you know, cheesy shit aside, like really um, taking the time out to get to know yourself and building uh, stability for you and your family and then having somebody to share that with and having kids with that person. Like, I think that's, you know, and not to say that you, have to do those things because you're married or get married to do those things but for me that's what's it's just for me I feel like um but it's a weird flex to me because I know a lot of people know of a lot of people that are 
you know, further in life, older, probably middle age or a little bit younger. And, you know, they're not married. They don't have kids and their life is beautiful. You know, it's shit. You know, I can name a few celebrities off the bat that don't have those things or have one and not the other, you know, kids and no spouse or whatever. Um, and it's nothing wrong with that. There are people that are career oriented that just like to casually date or casually fuck or whatever. And, you know, that works for them. It does not make them, you know, less of a person. It does not make them um, unlovable or unworthy of being in a relationship or a marriage or any of those things. That's just the route that they choose to take. So it's weird to me when I get online and I see, you know, married women talking crazy about single women or uh, niggas talking about single women with kids. And it's just like, you're fucking weirdo to like ever look at somebody and just think because, you know, the things that they do would make them unworthy or, un, you know, a marriable or whatever the fuck to you that one other niggas is going to look at it or other people are going to look at that and think the same thing or two that that person even wants to be married you know just because it doesn't meet your standard does not mean that the next person is going to come along and just be like oh i can't fuck with that because she don't do x y and z or you know he's this way or she got kids or he got kids or whatever be the case it's weird it's weird guys like we have to get to a point where like and it's only black people that do this shit it's only like i never hear like hispanic people having this top this this conversation with each other um i can't say i don't hear white people doing it but most times like the white people i hear having this conversation are just like I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say trailer trash, but yeah, they're they're not they're lower middle class people. Um, forgive me if that comes off wrong. I don't know how else to say it, but they're like rednecks. Um, you know, I don't hear other people having this conversation, so. It's weird to me that black people find the time and energy to argue and bicker and complain about almost everything that each other do. And it's just, honestly, it feels like it's a lot of hate, a lot of self-hate. Um, sorry, y'all, I'm literally like editing. <laughs> I'm editing my website as I'm like recording this. But, um... You know, like the whole head of the household thing and why black women are, quote unquote, so, I don't want to say not lovable because it's, it's just not a true statement, but this is the problem I be having, y'all, when I record by myself because I don't be able to think my thoughts and sometimes my friends catch on to what I'm trying to say and they spit it out for me, but you hear like a lot of people complain about like how black women are so strong and they um you know are basically like alpha females and they don't like to listen to men and blah 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 well first of all for me to ever really have that respect for a man i have to experience a man in such way um 
to understand that like you know to respect him as the head of the household I've never experienced that so I don't I don't look at men as like oh he's the head of household like automatically because he's a man that's something you're gonna have to prove and show to me and it amazes me that a lot of the the, the men that have something to say about this um y'all come from single parent households and it's like you don't even respect your mother or women and you had a mother that was a single mother you had um you know you were raised by a single mother so you would think that people like that would have more respect for women that do have to be in a position of um being more masculine you know it's weird to me that this is the argument that we still have in, in, you know, 2021. I feel like if we would all stop playing like the blame game of, oh, yeah, ain't no nigga gonna want you because you scorned about what a bitch did to you, or ain't no bitch gonna want you because of, you know, you scorned about what a nigga did to you, that we could really, really be better off. If you took that time and that energy to um, focus on yourself, and the trauma that whatever you experienced caused and to better yourself, then you really just may attract the person that is meant for you if you're meant to be with somebody. And that's another thing that we kind of need to learn to accept and embrace is that everybody is not meant to be married. Everybody is not meant to, quote unquote, be with the love of their life um, or, you know, have these super romanticized um, relationships. It's just not meant for everyone. So, you know, um, I think that people just kind of need to (laughs) in so many words, just kind of learn to mind your idea of business. I think that's what I'm getting at, y'all. I think that's the the moral of the story is y'all really just have to focus on you and what's best for you. And ultimately, like, the world would be such a better place. Um, That's something that I ain't gonna say I had to learn to do because I've always pretty much mind my business but every now and then you know I like a little a little tea I like a little tea y'all I like to see what the fuck's going on in the world like what y'all out here doing because you know I get bored with whatever I have going on or whatever sometimes and it's okay it's life but um you don't always have to chime in on other people's situation you don't always have to judge other people's situation it's in all honesty none of your business whether they have publicized the information or not you can form an opinion on it maybe even talk about it but like to some degree um you know keep it respectful because you never know when their situation can turn into your situation and the way that they handle it may not be the way that you handle it and you know Let's stuff like that. I just really, really cringe when I see um, posts of people downing, I want to say women, but it's never just women. It's particularly black women. And it's more than likely. 
Yeah, so my bad. I had like a little tef- technical difficulties. But yeah, um, like I was saying, typically when I see these um, statuses and posts and quotes or whatever, it's not just women in general. They're specifically talking about black women most of the time. And most of the time, it's coming from a black man, a black single man. Because, and I've, I'm just being honest, I've never seen um, an engaged man or a married man make these posts and, you know, criticize black women for the way that they... Um, you know, receive and deal with relationships and the way that they carry themselves in situationships, I should say. Um, it's never a man that's happily married or happily engaged <laughs> that make these posts and, and criticize and tear these women down and vice versa. Um, you know, a lot of the time when you see, you know, hate posts from women, it's not coming from a woman that's in a happy situation. It's coming from somebody hurt and somebody scorned. And that's why, like, these days I literally look at that shit and I laugh um, to an extent because it's just like you really are hurting. You're hurting and instead of figuring out what you can do to better yourself and rid yourself of that hurt, you take in your past experiences and you are blaming and generalizing um, a group of people that have nothing to do with your experience with that one person. And it's like, um, you know, I'm not going to point the finger. I've been that way before. Like, I've been bitter. I've been hurt. And I've, like, talked crazy about niggas. Um, and when I say niggas, I'm not just saying like black men, just like men in general, because I've dated uh, Puerto Rican, Palestinian, uh, fucking white, mixed, biracial Mexicans, like, you know, and I ain't trying to be funny. Men are all the same, <laughs> all the same, honestly. But, um, you know, I had to really like take a step back and say, OK, Dana, well, what are you doing to better the situation? And at the time, I wasn't doing shit to better the situation. Um, You know, I had to... It took therapy that, you know... The therapy wasn't for that at all. It was mostly for me to, like, just overall become a better person so that I could be a better mother to my child. And it worked. Um, I'm not completely done with therapy. I do plan on going back, hopefully, sometime soon this year. Um, You know, so... I just really want people to consider I'm talking to all of you single niggas. I'm talking to all of you single bitches. Consider really sitting down and analyzing you and your situation. And if you see a motherfucker posting some shit that you don't agree with, just like, I don't know if you believe in prayer, pray pray for them. Or... Talk to them to see what their experience is and why they are the way that they are, because nothing is by chance. Nobody's just running around hating the opposite sex or the same sex um, because nothing happened to them. More than likely, there is a story behind their pain. There's a story behind their hate. All of that shit, Um, except for racist white people um, or racist, period. Most of them really don't have a reason to hate outside of the fact that they're just hateful ass people. Um, I can even say that because honestly, most racist people are racist because they feel inferior to the race that they're trying to oppress. 
They see that those people have something that they possess that they could never possess. Um, but that's a different tea for a different party, you understand. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, just we got to do better. Just overall, we really, really have to do better. Um, I'm not one to talk in circles, so that's just my spill for the week. I know this episode was super short, but like I told y'all before, y'all know when I don't have no guests. I don't, you know, really be all that long, y'all. But I have other things I have to do. Um, I hope y'all really enjoyed this episode. I hope Tequila Tuesday is a day that y'all look forward to. I look forward to it. Um, welcome to my new day. Don't forget to go up to my website. Check out my merch. Um, and yeah, stay tuned to my Instagram. I do plan on posting like little IGTV episodes every week. Um, just to, you know, build my following and engage with you guys more. Just kind of like give y'all a little insight on me and what I do, I guess, on a day to day or throughout the week or just in general, period. So I hope y'all enjoy this. I will talk to y'all next week. Peace. Uh,